Welcome to the fourth episode of the Pineapple Lounge podcast. Lexi Reed here, and I'm very excited to talk to Kaya Victor today. Welcome, Kaya. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Kaya. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, so I'm Kaya Victor. I am a senior at The Ohio State University. I'm set to graduate spring of 2021, um, and I was a part of the 5193 class this semester. So that's pretty awesome that you were leading the first ever virtual speed networking event. Tell me a little bit about your target audience um, for this virtual event. So yeah, I hosted the very first um, virtual speed networking event at Ohio State, and it was actually pretty successful. As far as my target audience, I was really aiming for people interested in the hospitality field. Um, We did want to focus specifically on hospitality majors, so we actually didn't really branch out into other majors in our college, but we do hope to do that in the future. So yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense to focus on the hospitality students this semester, and then in the future, you can expand it for the rest of the College of Education and Human Ecology. Yep, absolutely. So in the future, we hope to make this a pretty big event. For the participants that you had that helped out for the event, how did you think of the roster for them? How did you pick out those people? So picking out people actually was very time consuming. You had to be pretty um, selective and it involved quite a bit of research. Um, This is just because you want to invite people who add value to your event. um, And they also want to expand their network and be able to provide opportunities. So it wouldn't make sense if we were to invite, say, a front desk agent at a hotel because they can't really provide any opportunities for our students. And they probably aren't as knowledgeable as, say, the general manager of that hotel. So we would invite people who are kind of in a higher up position. So the general manager who knows the ins and outs of the industry, and they also have the authority to extend opportunities to the students. The best way I learned and discovered industry professionals was just by researching. I use LinkedIn, Facebook, Handshake, (laughs) kind of any social platform that I could. And that's how we went through our selecting process. I bet that was a time-consuming process. Uh, I give you plenty of props for that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So for this virtual speed networking event, what type of platform did you use? Was it your first choice or did you have a lot of choices to choose from? Yeah, so I looked over a few different choices, um, but I ended up using Zoom, which was actually my first choice. But upon using it, my the way I was going to execute the event actually wasn't going to work. So I tried to look and find different platforms to use in order to execute it. But I ended up falling back on the Zoom after I reached out to Alex Miller, who is A great friend of mine, he's awesome, he's familiar with the program and speed networking as well, and he kind of helped coach me through the successful way of producing a speed networking event using Zoom. (laughs) Well, I thought it was a very successful event overall. I absolutely love Zoom. It's an easy program to use, and I think for this event, it was perfect. How was this event executed? How did you manage the rotation of all the different participants? Yeah, so that was the tricky part that I had to figure out. So I utilized a feature on Zoom called Breakout Rooms, and this can sound a little bit confusing, but it's extremely easy to do. Um, This feature just allowed me to place each individual industry professional that I invited to the event 
into their own personal chat room. So there's a main hub where everyone meets in the very beginning of the meeting. And from that point, the host of the event is able to disperse people into separate rooms. Um, I can go into a little bit more detail in a second if you would like, but I personally only had 15 industry professionals and 15 students attend my event. So I used a total of 15 breakout rooms. I think that was perfect for a trial run for a very first virtual event like this. Um, enough people where you could get a lot of feedback from it and also see if something like this would actually work. Yeah, absolutely. And just so people do know, there are alternative platforms out there that do exist. Zoom just so happened to be free and everyone likes free <laughs> for the basic version of it. Um, obviously, you don't have all the like cool features but for what we were using it totally worked um some other platforms i know but they do probably cost is like birella astound remo um you might have to do your own research on those but they all have great reviews yeah absolutely for this event when did you set a date for it and then when did you send out invitations and reminders so picking a date was kind of important because we wanted to pick a date that allowed people to have enough time to make arrangements or do whatever they could. So we did a month out um, for our date from the time that we sent our invitation. We basically based it off of the industry and because of COVID, most people are working from home now. So we figured that if we gave a long enough notice and if we did it kind of towards the midday, that people, it was a realistic time and people would be able to attend. So as far as the invitations, the initial invite was actually sent three weeks before the event. Registration was required for my event, but that is just a personal preference. I, however, do recommend it so that you can keep track of who's attending. But after that, we just sent out two reminder emails, so a week later from the initial invite and then also a week after that. So there were in total two reminder emails and then the initial invite. Last week, we did a last call email that was sent out, and that was the week of, and then the registration ended up closing. Lucky for us, we ended up with exact numbers, 15 students, 15 industry professionals, and it turned out perfect. I think the event was absolutely wonderful, the entire flow of it, everyone that attended, so it was perfect. But did you have any challenges that you had to overcome with it? Yes, absolutely. Um, we had to prepare ourselves for challenges prior to the event and also challenges that might occur during the event. Um, so some challenges prior to the event was the possibility of having uneven participants. Um, so that was having either more students than industry professionals or more industry professionals than students. And that was just something that we didn't really want. Um, but having more students than industry professionals would have been a way more easy fix if that were to happen. Basically, we would have had just added an empty breakout room into the middle of the speed networking event. And that would just allow students to essentially take a break before hopping back into the rotation of all of the industry professionals. However, if we were to have more professionals and students, then that would have been a bit of a harder fix. We didn't want the industry professionals to have a break because we wanted to value their time. So if that scenario were to happen, we would have opened the floor to students outside of the program who may have been interested just to get experience in speed networking overall. So we would have asked all the majors within the college if they were interested and willing to help with those numbers. But other than that, during the event, 
Um, there were some challenges for sure. So technology can sometimes be our friend or our biggest headache. So having stable Wi-Fi was required to execute any virtual event. Um, so we did ask and make sure that our participants had stable internet connection prior to the event just to reduce the possibility of Wi-Fi being an issue. So I do believe there was just one participant whose connection was a little bit unstable, but thankfully she was able to fix it before the event even began. Um, but that is something we don't have a solution for. So we just have to really rely on everyone to have pretty good Wi-Fi, stable internet connection, etc. Another thing that kind of happened throughout the event was people leaving. <laughs> so like actually physically leaving the whole thing. So thankfully it wasn't a huge disturbance because we were one-to-one -one in our numbers. So people would just come back on and it was easy to kind of plug them back into the rotation. So yes, they may have lost a little bit of time, um, but we were able to seamlessly just add them right back in with no problem and with that being said, there was absolutely no reason to press any buttons throughout the whole speed networking event. <laughs> Only the facilitator who is rotating the students throughout the rooms were pressing buttons. So everyone else could just sit back and relax and just kind of enjoy the event. <laughs> well, the event was very successful. And I think for next semester, we could do something just like it too. Um, anything else you want to mention, Kaya? Uh, no, not really at this time. I mean, um, our event was pretty successful. We did have a 2.9 out of 3 on our feedback, um, and we had amazing constructive criticism for our next event. So um, just be looking forward to any more invitations that we send out to you guys, just so you all know when the next event is being held and that you're able to attend. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kaya, for making time to record this episode with me today. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the fourth episode of the Pineapple Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. <laughs>